0: What do you look for when you go to church? Why do people go to church? Why, why do you think... Wh- what is this thing that uh, it's now become throughout the world and for centuries, for millennia actually, has now developed into this thing called church? Why do you think it started? What was the what was the basis? What was the understanding? Why did people get together originally? I think that bottom line, what people wanted out of church, was to be told it's okay. I'm asking you this question. is because um, you, you want to be told you're okay, right? In other words, you, you, you want to hear what the Bible calls a word of righteousness. Righteousness is nothing more than being okay before God. And, uh, and, and I, I honestly believe that this whole thing happened from the beginning because coming out of the Judean system, you could never feel okay. There was always something else to do. There was always something else to achieve. There was always something else to, to pray for, to fast for. There were 613 commandments that you had to keep. There was over there was over 500 works that you couldn't do on a Sabbath. There were there were so many so many rules and regulations that you could never feel okay before God. And here comes Jesus, and he says, "Guys, forget that. It's okay. Just follow me. Just I, I give you one thing to do. Just one. Just follow me, and we'll be fine." He said that there's a beautiful translation in, in, um, in the message of, uh, of the verse where he says, uh, where he speaks about the, the yoke. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. And he says, Are you tired? Are you worn out on religion? Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. I will not load you with anything ill fitting or too heavy for you. Come with me, and I will make you learn. The rhythms of grace. There's something in grace that gives you a rhythm that all of a sudden, you you know, stuff kind of goes by and you're okay because you know you're okay. So um, there's a scripture um, and of course the, the, the okay part of it is what grace produces. Grace, the understanding of grace, produces the result that I'm okay. You're okay, we're okay. No, but you must do No, no. If I want to, I do it. But I don't must do nothing. I'm okay. And I'm not okay because of what I do. I'm okay because he said I'm okay. And that's the liberty that Jesus cried out. And he says, if the, the truth will make you free. And unfortunately, most of the time what happens is that you're not free. You go from Sunday to Sunday being told that if you don't do something, then you're not okay. And you need to understand you're okay because God said you're okay. Listen to what Hebrews 5 says. About this we have much, Hebrews 5, 11 to 13. About this we have much to say. And once again, this is a letter, obviously written to Hebrews. Now that's a revelation if just you can write it down. Hebrews was written to Hebrews. So, it was a bunch of guys that were uh, steeped into the the, the Judaic system. And all of a sudden, they heard the message of grace. They heard the message of Christ and started stepping out. And as they stepped out, they got hammered by the Jews, by the the legalistic Jews. And so, they lost their jobs and so they lost their mm, in a, in a passage it says you lost your goods, you lost your, uh, uh, you, your houses, you lost your, some, some of them lost their relationship. And so they, they were thinking of, well actually some of them did, of going back into the Judaic system so that they could at least be all right. And, uh, and this is the writer that says, about this we have much to say and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he's a child. See, your skill is linked to this concept of I'm okay. Not about anything else. That's, that's where you need to be skilled in the fact that you're okay. You need to be so skilled in it that anybody comes and tells you, no, but you must. You say, no, 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 no. you don't understand. I, I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm doing great. I'm okay. So, at the same time, the, uh, when was it? The, this, this morning or yesterday, I, I saw something that really blessed me. And, uh, and I, p- I put a little note there. At the same time, we mustn't be proud, because there's also the, the danger of stepping out of religion on one side and stepping into religion on the other side. All of a sudden, I'm a grace person. So, so you, you, good for nothing. You know, you're just a religious person. You, do, you don't understand anything. You, you know, and then this, 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 the pride that, that comes up. And says, no, I understand. I know what this thing is all about. You don't. I'm skilled in the word of righteousness. You're just a babe. You need milk. You need, you need to grow up. Right? And I just want to share with you a thought that I had yesterday or this morning. I can't remember. And, uh, and it's about, do you remember when Jesus was on the cross? That's a stupid question. But, I mean, it's just rhetoric. Uh, when Jesus was on the cross, he had two types of clothes. he had an undergarment that's the one that's on your skin and he had a mantle he had an outer garment right now if you remember the undergarment was woven in one piece from above Now that doesn't mean that we ever wove it weaved it weaved it weaved it wove it. Well, whatever, whoever uh, did that thing uh, did it from the top. No, because from above is the word anothen in a, in a, in a, in a Greek, which is the same word that Jesus uses in John three when he tells Nicodemus, "You need to be born again." That word is anothen. You need to be born from above. So that 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 solid thing is was made from above, and the understanding is that. Uh, it could not be cut because there is one message that cannot be split and it's the one message of the sonship of the believer. The mantle, on the other hand, it was cut in four pieces and four represents the four cardinal points of the world so you can scatter the outside, what the, what the people see, the, the, the doctrinal understanding that you have in Shofar, that you have in the United Church, that you had in Bosco, that you had in the Catholic Church, that you had here, that you had there, those are all different and those are all based on some kind of... Uh, I don't know what's happening, but anyway... Uh, Based on some kind of culture, different culture, different way of seeing things. So now you divide the outside, but the inside, the one that comes from above, the message of sonship, that you cannot divide. So you have a, uh, you have a revelation of the sonship of of of, uh, of the believer. And then you have all sorts of different other interpretations. And it's fine and there is no problem as long as the central message is the one of the sonship of the believer. Okay? And that's why if you maybe one day we we'll look at the, at, at the judgment. And if you look at the Bible in terms of judgment, you'll find out that whenever Jesus speaks about judgment, he splits humanity into two all the time. Revelation 20, Revelation 21, the, the great white throne judgment, the the, the the sheep and the goats, the the, 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 the believers and the non-believers, 1 Corinthians 20, 15. Uh, there's always, there's not a believer that doesn't believe or a non-believer that believes. It's always this one or that one. It's either you're a son or you're not a son. You're a sheep or you're a goat. Like I said last time, there's no sheep there's no shouts and there's no geats there's only sheep and goats so that is the difference. once you have that message then you have outside you have all sorts of different interpretations you can have the crazy mega church in america you can have the the, the tiny little house church you can have this kind of church you can have anything but the central message the one that counts the one that cannot be cut the one that the one that clings to the to the body of christ is the fact that the the one that comes from above so having said that uh, what do we do with this message because if we're okay then uh, you have the tendency to say okay, I'm okay uh, that's it. From now on, couch potato, super sport, um, popcorn, and uh, that's it. And Bravely and Chevrolet. The, the, but there has to be something different. And this is what I call growth. So there's, a, there's, you you can be you can be a child for the rest of your life, or you can grow up. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3.1, Brethren, I could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. So Paul is talking to brethren, so these people are born again, and he's calling them babes. And the whole thing of church and Bible and relationship and everything is related to somehow... Take that I'm okay from the inside and bring it out on the outside, so that it can work in our lives. Right? They, they, it's 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 not a, a thing where we use God as a magic, some kind of a wizard in the sky, you know, or Aladdin lamp that you know. We just when we have a need, we 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 we, stri- uh, we stri- strike, stroke, we stroke, we strike, we. St- Tricken we struopin we, we we do that thing with the lamp and and out comes the the you know the prayer, the prayer wizard and says, What can I do for you you know and then we have and then we have the magic wand the the prayer, you know, pray for me i uh, I need to love my wife get, get oh don't waste my time, don't waste god's time, you don't pray for those things, pray that the antichrist will not come. Are you crazy? There are things you don't pray for. There are things you, pray for, things you cannot pray for. But you know what you can pray for? You can pray that the eyes of your understanding be open, that you may understand what is the inheritance in the saints in Christ. For you who believe, you can pray that you can pray that you may know the love of God that surpasses knowledge. You, you can pray for things, and, and this is where I want to go. I want to go to um, growth from one stage to another with the word of righteousness. So that we can begin to use what we are being taught, what we hear, not just because it's nice to hear it and it makes us feel good and it's okay, but somehow take it out of that area of spiritual somewhere out there and grab it and bring it into my life. And somehow make it, put it to work in my life. Okay. So let's see if we can do something like that. Uh, there are various ways in which we um, grow. Moses, because of, let me put it to you this way. Um, we're facing things in life and we respond in a certain way. Bottom line, we should be thankful in everything that happens. Now, I want you to look at these different situations and place yourself where you are. Listen to this, Deuteronomy 8, 7 to 10. The Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs, that flow out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees, of pomegranates, of Mercedes's BMWs, and Jeeps, and SUVs. A land of olive oil and onion, wine and crayfish, and uh, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord because of the good land which he has given you. Why do you bless the Lord? Because of. That's a that's a that's a bottom step. Okay? He Paul puts it this way: he says, We are more than conquerors. You, you're, a, you're a conqueror when everything goes well and you bless the Lord. You're a conqueror because everything goes well. But you're a more than a conqueror when everything goes bad and you still bless the Lord. See? So here. We have Moses that blesses the Lord because of, okay, everything goes well, health is fine, money flows, wife is beautiful, husband, okay, Uh, dog doesn't bite cat, cat doesn't eat fish, fridge, fridges, car, cars, Uh, barracuda, barracudas, Uh, everything is fine, it's great, and I bless the Lord because of. That is the bottom line, that is the bottom step of the Christian reality, of the growth. This is the one that says, I'm okay, word of righteousness, I'm cool, grace, I'm fine, I'm going to heaven, that's it. Next one is David. And David in in Psalm 23, he blesses the Lord even though. So you go one that says, because of. Now David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yeah, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So even though... I actually shared at the, at the memorial the, the other day that the very reason why David says, even though I've, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the very reason why there's a shadow is because there's a light somewhere. And know if, if we're walking through the, the, the valley of the shadow of death, it means there's a light somewhere. And that's where we're walking. So even though, even though says, ah, you know, maybe things are not going too well. Uh, Things are, uh, I I wish, I I was talking to my son uh, half an hour ago in Florida and he says to me, he says, uh, I really don't understand the Lord, you know. I had this great job. It, It was like, it was like fantastic, just, really what I wanted 62 meters captain uh, fantastic beautiful beautiful boat everything and the the buyer was okay the captain was okay everybody was okay I was gonna get the job and he lost the sail he, he couldn't buy the, the boat and it was like the lord put the carrot in front of me and he went and he took it away and I and I said I said to my boy I said look god doesn't do carrots I said to him life sucks Basically, and people make mistakes. And the agent, and I went through the fact that the reason why he lost the boat is because the agent made a mistake, and so the buyer lost uh, the the boat, and so Malco couldn't get the job. But that's the even though part of it. It's when, even though you lose your job, you're still trusting God for the next one. You still try. He says to me, He says, No, that that was something that never happens. I say, Malco. Listen to me, boy. Don't say it never happened. It did happen. So if it happened, if it happened once, it can happen again. You know, k- keep in front of you that even though I will bless the Lord, even though whatever it is that was supposed to happen didn't happen, I will not be a little baby that cries and... I will, even though I will still bless the Lord. But let's carry on. Paul is in jail. Well, actually, he's in a, he's in a rented house, but uh, it is basically a jail. He can't go out, he is he, um, stuck in Rome. And he, and he writes As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, so you have because of you have even though and then you have in all these things. do you know anybody that's going through all these things maybe you you are going through some of these things maybe maybe we are facing in all these things in our own lives, and there's a there 's a moment when where we can. We can revert back to, to being children and, uh, and, and 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 partaking of milk only and cry and throw the toys at the at the at the cart. Or in all these things, be more than conquerors. And this is part of the growth. This is part of, this, uh, part of the thing that says, okay, I have something inside of me that can change my life. But as long as it sits in there, as long as I've, I'm okay, word of righteousness, you know, I'm okay. Fine, I'm going to heaven. It's fine. But the moment life hits you with a curved ball, you can be thankful because, because of something, because of blessings. Or you can bless the Lord even though, or you can even be as Paul in all these things. And being able to, to reach down into the presence of Christ and find that peace that alone is able to. And, and let me tell you something, if you think that that peace is linked to your behavior, you've lost, you've lost the battle from the beginning. From the beginning. That's why when Jesus in Matthew sixteen, when he speaks to Paul, when he speaks to Peter, uh, he says, uh, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood that have not revealed this to you, but my father which is in heaven. And on this rock, on this revelation, Peter says, You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. He says, You are the Christos, the Hamashiach, Ben Elohim, you Hamashiach, ben Elohim, you ben Adam. He says, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And Peter says, you are Hamashiach ben Elohim. You are the, the Christ, the Son of God. So he says, you, f- Son of Man, ben Adam, Son of Man, you have, through the work of, of Messiah, through the work of Christ, you have become Son of God. And that's exactly what each and every one of, of us is. We were born in Adam. We were born Son of Adam. Through the work of Christ, we have become Son of God right and that's what Pe- that's what jesus says to peter on this on this revelation on what on that cloak that, that is that is woven from the top the anothen, the one that's come from above that born again that relationship with, with god of sonship that fa- the the fact that my father is my my god is my father on that one i will build my church and then he says and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Why? Because it's simple. Because if you link your relationship to God with behavior in any way, the devil will take you to pieces, will cut you to pieces. Because somewhere along the line, you will not pray long enough. Somewhere along the line, you will not fast often enough. Somewhere along the line, you will not give enough money. Somewhere along the line, you will not, whatever enough you, man, the best one of all, somewhere along the line, you will not f- have faith enough. So the devil will come and say, ha, seriously, you want God to do that? Ah, oh, come on, seriously, you don't even have faith for a parking place. You have to drive around the block for three hours before they, you find a parking place. And you want to you, you, you pray God for, you know, for that sickness? Ah, come on, man. You don't, have, you don't have faith enough. And besides, you remember what you did yesterday, last night? You remember what you did last night? Do you think God didn't see that? Don't you know that God is right there with you when you watch that television program? Right there with you. Do you think he's happy? And boy, he... Um, yuckety, 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 yuckety. Let me tell you something. The voice that you listen to will determine the destiny you will have. And right there, you go right back to the beginning of time. When the, when the snake spoke to Eve. See, the problem was not so much... I always thought that the problem was that the snake spoke to Eve. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was that Eve spoke to the snake. Which meant she heard what he said... And considered it. See, the voice that you listen to will determine your future. You will, the future you will experience, the destiny you, the destiny you will experience. If you listen to the voice that says "ah, you're not good enough," you will never be able to do it. You're weak. You don't have what it takes. You, 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 you just don't have the, the spiritual stamina. You just don't have it. You you will never, and and that that is why it's so important for a father to hammer home into his son and into his daughter all the positive input that he can. Because the world out there will throw Everything they have, you're not know, good enough. You're not know, good-looking enough. You're too fat. You're too you're, too, you're short. You you too you're not educated enough. You're not you know this. You're not that. You're not the other. That will be the always yakety 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 yakety. That that'll talk to your children for the rest of their lives and talk to you too. Sometimes you go to bed with that thing that says yakety yakety yakety. You think you can believe God for this, but you can't even believe God for a, for an ingrown toenail. How do you? Think you can, and that the yakity yakity yak. You see, the problem is not that the devil spoke to Eve, the problem is that Eve spoke to the devil. She heard what he said, considered it, and replied. And then he had her. But if you start. And if you are skilled in the word of righteousness to the point that you start from the point of view that no, 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 no. No, I know I didn't give enough. I know I didn't pray enough. I know I certainly didn't fast enough. I know I didn't do this. And I know I don't have enough faith. But you know what? You can never tell me I'm not a son enough. You can never tell me I'm not a daughter enough. You can never tell me I'm not a child of God enough. Because I am Rain and I am, because the Bible says clearly, whosoever received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. And I have received Christ in my heart. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I have called on the name of the Lord. I received him. I am a child of God. I cannot but be a child of God. So will you please just take a hike and go talk to somebody else? i got no time for you. See, and, and, and that, is the, that is being skilled in the word of righteousness. And then when, 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 you, when you're in that position, then in all these things, in all these things, you can say, my older brother said that the gates of hell will not prevail against this rock of, of sonship. I am a child of God. The devil cannot touch that relationship. But if you, if you allow religionism to put the wedge in that, start cutting up the cloak that you have woven from above, unattain, the one that wrapped around the body of Christ, the one that could not be cut, you can cut up the other one. sure, sure that... That you can have, you can have Italian church, you can have Afrikaans church, you can have African church, you can have American church, it doesn't matter. You can have people that cross themselves, you can have people that worship Mary, you can, you can have whatever you want, as long as you're born from above. See, you understand what it is? Say, no, but if you worship Mary, no, you don't go to hell because you worship Mary, you, don't, you go to hell because you don't accept Christ as your Lord. And you don't go to heaven because you don't worship Mary. You go to heaven because the blood of Christ has washed you clean of all your sins. Because you're a child of God, only children go back home to Papa. Bad children, good children. I mean, naughty children. Naughty children come home. They say, Dad, I did this. And Dad reprimands them. Maybe smacks them a couple of times. Wait, if you're a son, you're a son. How difficult a concept is that? And yet, they will fight you. You try and see if they won't fight you. They'll fight you and say, yes, but you have, you have uh, eternal life as long as your sins are being forgiven you as long as you don't sin again and so when you are in that position it's very hard to bless God in all these things because <clears throat> because the tendencies the human tendencies if I cannot go from here to the door I won't even start walking. If, if, if I know it's impossible for me to do this I won't even start walking. And you know how many youngsters how many teenagers that fall off the bus totally because of the pressure <coughs> that religion puts on them. <coughs> Forgive me. Okay. Then then Paul says this, Philippians 4.13 Not that I speak in regards to need. For I have learned, in whatever state I am, to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, that scripture doesn't mean... That if you are one and a half meters high, you can win the Olympics, the high jump in the Olympics, by saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No, you can't. Let's let's make that clear. That is not a scripture that speaks about me being able to do incredible things because Christ strengthens me. That says clearly that I can go through plenty and I can go through lack. That I can abound and I can have nothing. I can be happy and I can be sad. But through all these things I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Why? Because I've learned to be content. And again, where do you base that contentment? If you base it on things that you have, if you base it on your circumstances, if you base it, and, and please understand me, it's, it's very easy to preach this. I don't have any problem in preaching it. And I pray to God that some, occasionally my messages comes and haunt me in the middle of the night. And you say, you preached it, now do it, you know. Ooh, ooh. but I pray, I pray it never happened but you know like I said it's very easy and, and, and some of you might be going through some, some serious trials and, and, uh, but Paul says I've learned so maybe there's a maybe there's something that we can do to be able to when that thing hits me not to allow to overpower me I can learn in all these things to bless God. I can learn to abound and I can learn to be without. I can learn to have and I can learn to have not. I can learn the concept of contentment because I'm a son of God. And again, the greatest attack of religionism is against your relationship. Because religionism will say you will not be able to do it because you're not good enough. When the Bible doesn't say anything about being good enough. It says if you're a child of God, you can learn. You can learn. You can grow up from a carnal baby in Christ and begin to grow up and begin to say, Okay, I have been blessing the Lord because of these things. But I've also been blessing the Lord through these things. Even though. And I'm blessing the Lord in all these things. No, no more, it's fine. It's vibrating. It's 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 very getting very excited about the message. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and, and the thing is that, think about it. Think, think about it. What, what need do you have to know that Peter and Paul went over? to wherever and they preached uh, to uh, the Galatians uh, or the, or the uh, um, Romans or the Johannesburgers or whatever. Who cares? I, who, bring it home. Give me something that I can use in my life and that is the certainty of your identity in Christ that you can use in your life. You can, what Paul says to the Philippians, work out, exagoreo, ex ergon. Energy from inside out. That energy is that cloak woven from above. The fact that you're a, you're a child of God and that's certainly inside of you that gives you that... <sighs> okay, let's face this nonsense. And you can do it if you know who you are. You can do it if you know that is with you and in you, not because you deserve it, But because he said. Never leave you. I will not forsake you. I'll be with you until the end of time. Not only that. But your sins and your iniquities. I will remember. No more. And and when that settles. In your heart. Then you can face the outside. And that's why the, the, the biggest. The biggest. Battle is against your identity the biggest battle is what who do you think you are Hmm? who do you think you are same thing that happened with Moses burning bush God talks to him to Moses and he says I need you to do some couple things for me Mo I need you to to take my people out of Egypt. And What's the first thing that he says? Who am I that I should take your people? Okay. When was the last time you saw a bush burning without being consumed and talking to you? Maybe you should pay attention. Never mind who you are. Maybe you should pay attention at who he is. But that's the attack. And every one of you has gone through it. One way or the other, every one of you, I've gone through it. Every one of you has gone through it. Every one of you has got the, that voice that said, you won't make it. You're not good enough. Um, how many times, I, I actually, one day, you don't know, but one day I walked out at the back here, nine o'clock in the morning, church was starting, nine o'clock. Everybody was there, everybody was ready to go, and I had been left for the umpteenth time, but by some people, my worship leaders, and didn't say anything, just didn't show. And so I was supposed to play the guitar, and I uh, never forget it that uh, uh, I, I asked uh, Long David, to help me. And I mean, he's got fingers as thick as the handle of the guitar. So I saw him putting the, the hand on the guitar. I said, there not no way he's going <laughs> to. So he strums the guitar. Because <laughs> he's got thick, he's got salamis for fingers, you know. So anyway, so I just, I just walked out and I went in there and I, said, and I said to God, I said, you know what? I haven't got it. I've had it. I'm going home. You want to run this church, you run it. I'm done. And I literally started walking, and I felt the hand of God grab me by the collar and pull me back and say, "You're going to leave me too?" And I looked, I looked up, and from down here, you can see that the ridge, there were three little tiny little black dots going. And I knew there were people praying on. So anyway, I I said, okay, I'm giving another try, and I I listened to <clears throat> the right voice. I didn't listen to the voice that says that said you, they've left you. you. It means you're no good because otherwise they wouldn't leave you. So you're no good. So you, you you will never be able to do it. There will always be someone else that leaves you. There will always be. So why do you want to hurt again? Why don't you just leave and go? You're not good for this job. That's it. (coughs) And I decided to listen to the voice of God and to go back in there. At the end of the service, uh, Margaret, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. You remember Elizabeth? From the curator, the curator of the, she was a precious, precious, precious woman. Anyway, (coughs) Elizabeth comes to me and she says, you know, we were up on the ridge praying for you. And when we saw you down there, we said, thank you, Lord. There's a man who listens to your voice. And now I don't know that prayer warriors are going to show up in your life and and do what they did with mine, but they did that with me. It worked with me. I, I was able to To go back in there and start to fight again, and the result is that nothing happened, and and we still we're still floating, and we're still okay. And the 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 school is full beyond beyond fullness. We've got 197 children, and it's just we got plans, we got things are happening, and everything is great. Uh, But he could have I could have listened to the other voice. And, uh, and I mean, in those days we still had a, had a bond to pay, so we would have lost... A, you know what happens. You, you, but you learn. It doesn't happen instantly. You learn. And with me, sometimes it takes a little bit longer to learn that Don't worry, Paul, it's okay. It keeps us fresh. And uh, so with me, it's a little bit harder to convince me to give up because, because of my personality. But sometimes, if you listen to the wrong voice, and that voice will attack your word of righteousness, your, your, your sense of identity, it will. it will try to convince you, who are you? Who do you think you are to tackle this thing? You're going to fail. You're going to lose everything you have. The sickness is going to come back. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. And only if you have that sense of who you are in Christ. No, don't worry, Paul. Only if you, if you have that you will be able to stand and to say, "Now you know what, go talk to somebody else. In all these things, I will make my decision. And I say uh, how not to flunk the school of tribulations. Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, having been justified by faith, does not disappoint. And this is the word that I want to share with you. is the Greek word kataishino. Don't ask me to say it again because it's a very dangerous word. And it means to cause to blush. Hope in Christ will not cause you to blush. When do you blush? When you're being caught out. When you're, ashamed. When you're being caught out. You see... You know, so you've done something wrong and, uh, and that's what religion does. You say, ha! Gotcha. And Paul says, no, 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 no. You can go through... to How many times you heard the thing that you've got, you're going through what you're going through because you haven't got enough faith? Or because you've sinned? Or because you've done this? Or because or because you haven't come to church? I haven't seen you for the last three weeks. And so therefore, what do you expect? I mean, the Bible is very clear about coming to church. You know, and you must do this. And you must do this. And eventually, what do you do? You blush because you've been caught out. And because you don't want to blush, you hide. Nothing has changed from the garden. I heard you coming and I was ashamed. And I was afraid and I hid myself. And it's the same thing. That's where the devil will come and trying to make you ashamed of your behavior. And that's the skillfulness in the word of righteousness. The maturity in Christ Is just that. It's to be able to look at tribulations in the face and say, that's not my fault. This world sucks. And sometimes it comes at you from the side with a curveball. But it's not because I didn't pray enough. It's because I didn't fast enough. It's not because I didn't give enough. It's because this planet is fraught. And because people are fraught. My son didn't get the job, not because he didn't deserve it. The guy I said already, yeah, you're my captain. I like you. It's great. $15,000 a month. Thank you very much. And from one moment to the other, because somebody else made a mistake, he lost the job. It wasn't his fault. And if he didn't have his father... To pump into him, no no, no no no, no boy, no, 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 no. it's not you, it's not your fault. It's, it's, it's this world that has been working against you, and he's not the Lord, he's not the carrot. God doesn't do carrots. it's just relax,' It's just stuff happens. Now learn to be content when stuff happens, because then you have the strength, the inner strength, to stop stuff from happening. next time. But if you, let, if you let that voice tell you that you're not good enough, if you're unskilled in the word of righteousness, if you reach a point where the devil can challenge your identity, you will always be shaky. And if you're shaky, you can't fight. Because we all know the scripture, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And condemnation and shame... Takes away your joy. And so Paul says, Hope does not disappoint. Why? Because you've got all it takes to be able to face the next tribulation. No? Because you've you've been you've been going to church and you've got a list of brownie points and God is keeping you. No. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the holy spirit who was given to us why am i not going to be ashamed why am i not going to blush why am i not going to be caught out by life it's because the love of god has been poured out in my life and i can always look at the cross and say that is my worth that is my worth If my God was prepared to pay that price, don't come and tell me I'm not good enough. And it doesn't happen in a day. It doesn't happen in a week. Sometimes it doesn't happen in a lifetime. But it's worth moving toward it. It's worth moving toward it. It's worth moving toward the thing that says, you're not worthy because you're worthy. You're worthy because I made you worthy. And if you can just settle that in your heart, you'll be able to tackle anything in life. In the meantime, what do I do in the school of tribulation when something hits me in the face from this world that doesn't like me? (laughs) actually I must be very careful because lately I don't know um, it's like it's it's a very strange feeling it's like it's like you want you're waiting for the for the hit to happen because my wife and I have been ah, so blessed for for a a few years for for many years and you know and I know it's wrong I know it's wrong because you're not supposed to do that but it's like every time you hear the he says, Yeah, oh, here it comes. <laughs> you know, and, and and it's not and I don't know how to put it to you. It's just I don't do anything, honestly, I don't do anything. I don't I don't I don't super pray, I don't super believe, I don't super do this, I do nothing. It's just I just maybe I've learned to be content. I don't know. Maybe the moment that you that you settle it in your heart, I don't know, I can't give you a formula. I just know that what Francis said San Francis was somebody, but Francis of Assisi said, "Do whatever is necessary. Then do the possible, and then trust God for the impossible. Do whatever is necessary, then take another step and do the possible, and then wait. And trust God for the impossible. Acts twenty-seven forty-four. This The centurion then ordered all who could swim to jump overboard and make for land and the rest to try for it on planks and wooden parts of the broken ship. So everyone escaped, safely ashore. The story goes like this. <clears throat> Paul is being taken to Rome and they board the ship and contrary to Paul's advice, they put the ship in the water and the sail. Why do I say contrary to Paul's advice? Because Paul says there was an angel that stood by me and said to me, Paul, the ship is going to sink. But no one will die. Now you got two sets of news. The ship is going to sink. Maybe you lose the car. Maybe you lose the house. Maybe the... I don't know. Maybe they'll have to amputate the finger. I don't know. Maybe maybe the, the ship will sink. But no one will die. So can you learn to concentrate on the thing that will not make you blush? Can you... Can you learn to concentrate on the thing that. On the trust that you have for the father who died. For your worth. For your value. Can you say to yourself. You know what maybe this will happen. But I will carry on trusting God. Because what happened is that Paul said. uh, First they throw out all the the cargo. Sometimes in our lives there's some cargo that needs to be thrown out. Some, some, some wrong relationships, some, some wrong habits, some, sometimes you do have to lighten the ship a little bit. But then Paul says, he says he floated on a piece of wood for the whole night. Until eventually he made it to to land, so the word stands for the cross, and all that i 'm asking you to do once you have you have that certainty once you are skilled in the word of righteousness, once you have realized that you are who you are, not because of what you do, but because of who say- he says you are, he has declared you to be his children, he has declared you to be. He's flesh and bones. You have been made in likeness of God. The lie from the beginning was, if you do something, you're going to be like God. In the meantime, Adam and Eve were, were already like God. God said, let me make man in my image, in our image, according to our likeness. So they were already like God. But the lie is, in order to be like God, in order to be a son, in order to be approved, in order to be accepted, in order to be worthy, you need to do some things. And what they did, destroyed who they were. And sometimes it's sad, but sometimes it takes us such a long time to recover from the doing. And like I said to you, it's not a case of catch potato, do nothing, you know. There's a, there's a, there's a learning, there's a growing, and, and that growing, yes, is part of what you're doing tonight. We're here together, we're learning, we're talking, we're discussing, we're we, 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 uh, encouraging our, our faith, we're encouraging each other, we... Uh, you know, we prayed for Greg. With the, you know, we, we, we're facing things together. We're looking at things. We know that we're friends. We know that we can talk to one another. So there's a growth. There's something. But bottom line, a child is a human being whether he's one week old or 97 years old. The identity doesn't change. A child is a child. It's a human being. And unfortunately religionism wants you to wants you to say, no it's not a because because he cannot perform, because he's not a human being, he's not he's not a new creation, he's not it's somebody else. It's like it's a it's a it's a geep and it's a shout. It's something else, some, some kind of animal that you quite don't know how to identify. But there you have it. So Paul hangs on to a piece of wood and that piece of wood represents the love of God and that's why I read Romans 5 where he says, why can we, why can we be sure that hope will not make me blush because of the love of God that's being shed? So I can hold on to that cross, to that piece of wood and boy, just hang on to it until the currents take me to shore. And I can put my, my feet back on ground. And, and, and I'm not saying that... It, it, it Sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes to recover, you know, when, when people pass... Again, the other day, I, I, I gave this um, family uh, something that I had written that the death for a Christian... Is not the turning off the light but is the dimming of the lamp because the sun has risen. And so, you know, it's it's something that you look forward to. It's that shadow of death. If the last thing that I can aim for is the light at the end of the valley, well then that's good enough for me. But in the meantime, I will learn to be thankful and to bless the Lord. Because of these things. Through all these things. Though these things happen. And in all these things. And in that I believe there's a growth. In that I believe there's a, there's a, there's a settling of your heart. That, that says. Just. Send it on. Like a good Clint Eastwood Christian. Go ahead. Make my day. And you don't challenge the devil, but you settle it in your heart that no matter what happens, you are loved, you are worthy, you were paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ and no matter what you do, you can be in the midst of sin and you're worth the blood of Jesus. You can be in the midst of deprivation. And God will look at you and say, You're my child. Come on. Come back home. Let me me help you do this. If you hope in yourself, you will blush. But if you hope in the love of God, you will never blush. You will never be caught ashamed. Okay, I'm done. Did, did that mean anything to you? Is that all right? Can we do this again? Any question? Okay, go for it. No, go for it. Please. Answer this question. That is the thing that always they throw at you. You fall from grace. And, of course, they link it. Not to what you said, but they link it to to sin. Right? They say when you sin too much, you fall from grace. When you fall from grace, where do you fall? Because I'm I'm doing it. I want to do good. You fall in the law. Yeah. When you fall from grace, you fall in the law. And the moment you fall in the law, that's the end of it. Because Paul says the law, the letter, legalism, religionism, kills Because you cannot do it, you cannot satisfy it, you can never reach it, you can never be good enough. And you will look at the burning bush that's talking to you, and you will say, who am I? Hey, never mind who you are. Have you ever considered who I am? That I'm in you? Never mind, you can't do it. Have you ever thought that maybe, maybe, maybe if you just trust me, I can do it with you and I'm not promised you we'll do it in the next two weeks. Maybe it'll take two years. Maybe it'll take 20 years, but let's go. And stand up from on the inside. And after having done all to stand, glory to Jesus, stand. Stand. Having your mind, having your, your waist girded. Having your mind covered with a with a helmet of salvation. Having your heart covered by the breastplate of righteousness. You're okay. You're okay. Say this with me. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're okay. We're okay. We are okay. Before God, righteousness means I'm okay. I'm fine. I don't have to I don't have to fear him. I don't have to be sorry. For Myself, I don't know. I just have to face life for what life is and say, Dad, can you give me a hand with this, please? Because this doesn't look too good. Come on, work with me here. How many times you prayed and nothing happened? But religionism says, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it for you. Somewhere along the line, something doesn't click. Because I've asked. And it didn't happen. So somewhere along the line, we don't understand. It's being reported wrong. Just a little bit of trivia. I was telling the the guys this morning at the meeting. It's very interesting. If you check, check when you're at home. The end of chapter 14 in, in John. It says, and Jesus said to his disciples, Arise, let us go from here. End of chapter 14. And then he has chapter 15, chapter 16, chapter 17, where he gives this huge, massive discourse about the, the vine and the branches, about me and you, you and me, them and I, we one thing no. the no. And only in the beginning of chapter 18 it says, and they went out. So there are three chapters plonked in there for whatever reason. And religionism will say, no, 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 wait a minute, this word by word by word. No, 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 because end of chapter 14 he says, Jesus said to his disciples, let's arise and let us go from there. And then uh, a long, and then he says, and they went out and went to the Brooklyn. So, three chapters that have dropped out of heaven. Now, I heard a guy saying, and I don't know, I cannot check it, so I don't know whether it's right or, not or wrong, but I heard that, it makes sense, I heard that originally the Gospels were uh, delivered verbally, which makes sense because, of course, they didn't have it written. And they were delivered verbally to the various congregations that have started through the writer of the gospel, so Matthew would deliver his, his, his gospel to a certain congregation uh, luke and, and Mark and matthew to uh, and occasionally they would swap some of these verses and, and, and so what you have is again i don 't know he says that Saint augustine. Um, confirms it but i don't know i've never met saint augustine so i don't know but he says that the 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 11 verses of the of the of the woman in the in the gospel of john of the um, uh, harlot with jesus and the, the temple and the stone uh, dropped and uh, no do i've those 11 verses are not part of the gospel of john they're actually part of the gospel of luke and the reason why It's not in the Gospel of Luke. It's because the congregation of Luke didn't want them. Because the husband said, we can't have that kind of thing. And they couldn't very well rip it and throw it away because it was, you know, holy script. So they asked the congregation of John if they will take it. And they said, yeah, it's okay, we take it. And it ended, now, I don't know. But it makes sense that it's not as stuck as mechanical as religionism would like it to be and that's why once you have that undergarment woven in one piece from above once you know the truth of the gospel you'll find out that between chapter 14 and chapter 18 in john those three chapters talk about that they talk all about abiding me and i abide in you are the branches I'm divine. without me you can do nothing he's talking about relationship he's talking about sonship he's talking about father make him one as you and i are one Ooh. you and i i and them you remember some of you some of you remember that uh, that uh, illustration that I did with the with the with the water where i put the little uh, bot the little ballooning side balloon the little uh, ball inside and I said to you, I said, if if I'm of a different substance I can reach into this and take me out. So in other words, if 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 I am of a different substance than the Spirit of God, I am in Christ and everybody's happy. But Christ is not in me. The little the little ball was floating in the water, but but then I took that out and I said, You see, you can actually Come out of Christ when you're not of the same substance. But then I took a little little tot of water, and I took that and I poured that into the jug, and I said, okay, now take that out, <laughs> and you can't because it's the same substance. And if you are born of God. You are of the same substance of God, of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of Christ has made you a new creature, born of God, so nobody can ever be able to take you out of the hand of the Father because you're of the same substance. And only then you are in Christ and Christ is in you. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing, the thing is that it's, it's, it's um, everything sadly, and, and please don't misunderstand me, but everything sadly in the, in, the, in the church, in the modern church is designed to stir up stuff. They will from the front, they will say come on, praise him! And, and I want to say, if I don't want to praise him you can do what you want. You can stand on your head, play guitar with your teeth, and drums with your toes. I will not praise him. Don't tell me to praise him. If I want to praise him, I'll praise him. And that's as far as I go because otherwise I, I can't do that. Okay. That's what you see. Make me want to praise Exactly. Make me want to do it. Make me want to do it. Pick up that guitar and get lost in the presence of God so that I can want to come with you. But don't tell me praising from your heart. How do you do that? How do you do that? Think about it. Think about all the cliché, all the, the phrases, the, 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 the prefabricated phrases that we say. Praising from your heart. And explain that to me. Don't don't get me started on prophecies because the. Any... Look, my m- my point is this: there was a, that very prophecy. I went to a to a meeting with a with a group of leaders from the base in Somerset. Big guys and. Um, Apparently, the reason why it's not raining in Cape Town is because uh, uh, the, the some form of uh, political corruption and this and that and the other. Yeah, and sin and all that. And uh, and then and somebody somebody said somebody said and and I just about say it said then why is it pouring buckets in Johannesburg? But it's like, Renee. it's like how many times you heard, come Holy Spirit, we need you. How many times you heard, I want more of you. How much more you want of everything? Can you have more of everything? I mean, he's come and he's filled you. you Oh, yeah. Yeah. But again it's linked to what to what Paul was saying is that uh, you do stuff in order to please so that once he's pleased he does what you want him to do. And it's um, but that's also feeling it it's, it's, it's wonderful getting all this knowledge now because yeah. it's freeing you from all this Yeah and look again let's again let's not be uh, proud because uh, uh, that outer co- garment has been cut up, and there are you know there are th- the people of Betel in in uh, Reading Arizona uh, that no California Reading California uh, that huge church uh, with with uh, with connections all over the world, and they are very much into prophecy, and they've they've done incredible worship songs, and they, and so that's their, uh, and I remember, I remember in the beginning when they started, they were praying like this, I don't know if you remember, they were praying like this, and I said, there must be something wrong with what they ate. Something they ate, maybe they 're just about to throw up or something you know but that's that 's what they used to do and uh, and it 's an expression and, and it 's fine and they and they enjoy the only thing that I, I have a problem with is that you, you they they, rele- they call it releasing words, I will release words and i will uh, and and then next week something tragic happens, and i 'm going. Instead of releasing that word, what couldn't you tell that person that that was going to happen? I mean, if come on, come on, guys, come on, let's grow up, let's let's grow up. And but anyway, as I said, it's their piece of garment, and it's fine. Then you got the other piece of garment of James Gray. We went to we went to a funeral, and it was different. It was very nice. James did a wonderful job. Of 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 the memorial, and uh, but he you know we sang hymns that I had no idea what what they were, but it's a different it's another piece of the garment, and then you have then you have shofar it's another piece of the garment. And then you have, uh, I don't know, live the life. It's another piece of the garment. And everybody heals song. It's another piece of the garment. That What they do is they, they, they whip up the emotions of these kids to the point where all they have to do is say, okay, come to the altar. Whack! And all day. Why? Because I, I've been stirred up in my emotions to such an extent that now I'm ready to, to do anything. See? And uh, so then you got that, then you got the, the, the televangelists and, the, and everybody is doing their part and it's none of our business to decide who's right and who's wrong because the, 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 the only thing that counts is the inner garment, is that relationship, that relationship with the Father mm-hmm. born from above. <laughs>